Brilliant Preschool Academy. Get more information at growingbrilliant.com. Growingbrilliant.com. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. I am Rena, and today I've got a special guest for you. We love having guests on the show occasionally to two things to show you what it's like for folks who are out there making a real difference in the lives of other people. And sometimes I get the bonus of having a guest who can provide you, our listeners, really useful information to help you make more of a positive impact. Today is one of those shows, so I am joined by my guest, Susan Wilson of Money Wise Advisors. Susan is a money coach here in the Sacramento area, here to share her wisdom and experience with you. So welcome to the show, Susan. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I've been looking forward to our time together. Susan and I have known each other for a few years and had opportunity to sit down several times and share our ideas on finances and money management and have very similar philosophies. So I'm really grateful um, that you do what you do. I used to be a financial coach. John and I did that for a few years. And um, I don't care to do that. Thank you. (laughs) 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 And um, so I'm delighted that there are folks who really love to help people manage their money better. Why don't we start by having you tell us just a little bit about yourself and what you do as a money coach? So... um, This started a long time ago with my mom, who always taught me how to live on less than I make and um, taught me how to balance a checkbook and um, various things. And she even wrote an article back in the 70s about living on less than you make. And What a novel idea, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like that um, eat less and exercise thing. Okay. There's a lot of similarities between money and and food and and weight management. There are. There are. And so through the years, I made my share of money mistakes. Um, But one company that I worked for for a long time, I was in the finance area, and I'd give them advice on try this or try that or have you tried to find... Um, here's a resource for you or try to save money doing that and Mm -hmm. so it got to be kind of a popular thing there with the employees okay and so um, I just continued that through the years so that wasn't your actual role there but you just kind of naturally filled it yes we always had a little quick morning get-together to get everybody up to date and give some something fun or words of wisdom and so that was my part that's neat. So you're a little bit more of a natural than some of us at the money thing. Now, I understand you also have an MBA, a master's in business administration. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. So yes. you've got a lot of qualifications as well as experience in helping people to really manage their money. Yes. And um, I heard you say that, you know, you kind of grew up with the idea of live on less than you earn. And um, then you kind of naturally fell into that. What are you doing now as a money coach? What does that look like? So as a money coach, I'm working with people and helping them find some motivation for what they want to do and then walking them through the steps to achieve that. And it's not about deprivation. It's not putting on people on a strict budget but just making some changes that they can embrace and start looking towards a better future. Yeah, depriving oneself, that's, I notice that a lot when people are looking at, they don't do what they want to use a budget or not, and I've I've seen a lot of fear around, well, I won't ever be able to go out to eat. I actually, back in the day when we did financial coaching, finally got together with a client she's putting me off she's putting me off well she had just gotten her nails done and her hair done and gotten clothes shopping she says because I know you won't let me do that <laughs> and 
<laughs> and that's really not the role of a money coach, right? Right. You're helping people to decide what's really important to them mm-hmm. and then adjust their life accordingly, right? Right. Yeah. That's nice that you're not going to go around imposing your values on them. So basically no. you're saying people can have a budget and it will include the things that they care about most. Yes. Now We don't even call it budget. I call it a spending plan. Oh, that's that feels a little more freeing. It's not I as like constricting. That. Yeah, yeah. So you avoid the uh-huh. B word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and do a spending plan. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for people to get a spending plan that, that's going to work for them? It takes about three months to get over the bumps and the hills mm-hmm. and valleys of things happening because the first one won't be perfect. And just learning from that, finding more things to include. Um, maybe making some changes along the way. And then it goes a lot smoother. It's a mm-hmm. lot more easy to adjust along the way. I think that's great going into it with some realistic expectations because mm-hmm. otherwise uh, there'd be a lot of frustration because you know the first time some bill or expense comes up that they hadn't thought of, hadn't included in the spending plan. Mm-hmm. And I remember John and I years ago, we didn't know how to deal with that. And so it, it blew the whole plan. Mm-hmm. We would just drop it, and then it was a free-for-all. And it's not that we wanted to do it. We just didn't know how to handle it different. Right. So are you suggesting that, that bumps, it's going to involve going back and modifying the plan? Absolutely. You can never set a spending plan and be done with it forever because it's different. We have something going different every month. Mm-hmm. Back to school or holidays or vacation. There's always something. Mm-hmm. And not everything is foreseeable, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Do you um, do you follow a lot of Dave Ramsey's kind of teachings? I do. Yeah. I enjoy listening to him. In yeah. harmony with it. Mm-hmm. I like to let listeners know that in case, you know, they're Dave Ramsey fans, that let them know that you speak Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so you're probably wanting people to, or encouraging people to have an emergency fund. Yes. For example. Yes. And, and that's a priority in the beginning, right? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's the most important thing to have 500 or or $1,000 set aside. So if anything does come up, you haven't blown at all. You can still move forward. It, it creates like a buffer, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I didn't expect from... Now, we went through Dave Ramsey's program probably, I don't know, nine years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, something that I didn't expect which was a side benefit, was a whole lot of peace. So we had enough money saved up that if John lost his job, like we'd be okay for six months and and probably longer if we like really pulled back Uh uh, on our spending. And, you know, we didn't have debt. And it was such a sense of peace that I didn't expect. Is that that what you see in people too? It is. I just remember one client and the third month, finally, she said, I slept last night. (gasps) Oh, that's because huge. I knew things were going to be okay. Wow. So it does make a difference. That's that's really tremendous to move through life with a, a newfound sense of peace. Well, and you too being able to do that then has allowed you to do what you're doing now, I would imagine. It, One a- of the pieces. Absolutely. It's because we learned to pull back on our spending, it it created the opportunity to for John to you know not have to have a regular corporate type of job, mm-hmm. so that we could pursue our passion oh, and good. really make more of an impact. Good, yeah. yeah. So I reckon you find that that money just creates more options for people. Yes, it creates options, but it doesn't solve a lot of problems. Okay. So if someone has a whole bunch of bills and all kinds of things adding up and said if if $50,000 if I got a check tomorrow for $50,000 everything would go away and everything would be just fine Mm -hmm. and that if that check were to magically appear and all the bills get paid off it would get back to just like it was there's still something that's not right in the situation yeah so you need to listen and address what's really going on that's great. I, I look forward to diving into that a little bit more because, honestly, I think people think that money is really the solution to their problems. And if they could just have their debt paid off, um, 
at, at least there, there's a temporary reprieve. But what I hear you saying is without some fundamental changes, they'll be right back in the same situation, right? Right. Yeah, that would be painful. That would be a tough lesson to learn. That would. Yeah. Up front. <laughs> I think we all have in some extent. Yeah. So why are you passionate about what you do? I'm passionate because a lot of times people don't even know how freeing it can be to live um, a more easy life with money. And so I love it when those people get their light in their eyes that they can see, oh, this can really happen. I can sleep at night. I know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I can take that vacation I've been thinking about doing, guilt-free. Um, we can afford to start saving for a home. So I just see all the light bulbs go off mm -hmm. of things that are possible once they start taking control of things. So you like seeing people, people having possibilities and seeing that for themselves. Yes. That's beautiful. That's a good word. And, and I heard hope basically mm -hmm. in what you're saying too. Mm -hmm. Giving people hope and possibilities is powerful. And not only that, you are definitely giving them the tools that they need to make that happen. That's yes. That's very exciting. And that's part of it, right, is giving them the tools. So I'm not going to do it for them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make them do it. Or I'm gonna have, they're going to want to do it. Oh, I love that. Let's talk about wanting to do it when we come back from the rate, because I think that'll be really rich. Okay, good. Okay, listeners, stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are joined by Susan Wilson of Money Wise Advisors. And you guys are in luck because she's a total expert on money management and she is available here for you. So if you have a question on managing your money, making your money go further, how to maintain motivation, you can call in and ask Susan. You can call her here at the station live at 866-576-1055. And ask your questions of the expert. I, I'm just delighted that we get to talk about money here on Money 1055 because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a kick. I, I, I usually don't. Usually we, we slide in in the health and wellness hour, helping talk about impact. But today we're talking about mm -hmm. money. This is very cool. So, so motivation. How do people stay, you know, motivated and really want to manage their money? Because it kind of sounds a little dry. I'll just say that up front. You know, I like the idea of a spending plan. That sounds a little more loose, a little more fun. But how do people maintain that motivation? Um, part of it is wanting to get out of the hamster wheel, just that, that survival mode. And it, when it gets tiring because you're always just trying to catch up or get a payday loan or borrow from friends and family, whatever the case may be, and finding a motivation that I don't have to live this way forever. Um, I had a couple who had a family cruise and um, they weren't going to be able to go unless they could save up the money Whoa. to join them. Did they already have it planned? They they wanted to go, but okay. it had been on the, I guess it's not going to happen list. Oh, oh, that's so sad. Not just the back burner, but 
the practically gave up on yeah. it. Yeah, wow. and so we gave them, you know, set a timeline, and you don't want to just pay for the cruise. You want spending money. Yes. You want to go do something while you're there, take mm-hmm. some side trips. So planning enough that they were going to have fun and really enjoy it and just pay as they went. Mm-hmm. And it it opened up all kinds of possibilities. One of them went for a promotion. Another one started a side business because it was just so exciting that they could start doing things for themselves. That's cool. So it's not just the the planning, the money that's already coming inside. What I hear you saying is is there's also the bringing in more income option. That's true. And sometimes um, some of us are under earners, and it takes a while to find a way to realize you are worth more than that, you can earn more than that, and to go ask for it. Tell me about being an under-earner. I haven't heard that term very used very very much. So under-earner applies to a lot of people who may get into uh, an organization with an entry-level job okay, and then just think, this is what I'm destined for, this is my job, I'm going to stay here the rest of my life. Okay. Or they have a business and I'm going to charge half price of what everybody else does because I, I want to get them in and I don't know if I'm worth getting that higher price. Isn't the believing what they're worth a real key there? It's huge. Okay. It's huge. And realizing sometimes I try, some people will try to outspend their under earning. So they'll... If I get a credit card, I can spend what I'm not making, what I really need oh. and deserve. Oh, that makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've got an uh, under earners and, and as well as an overspender. Yes. Youch. And they often go together. Okay. Okay. And so helping them uh, find some ways, find some motivation, find some value. Mm-hmm. and um, confidence to go make some positive changes. Do you have any resources for helping people to really embrace the value that they're bringing to their employer or to their clients? Yes, and it's on an individual basis uh-huh. because we're all in different financial positions. So um, more of my job is listening okay. and talking because okay. I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to what they're saying and listening for... Um, opportunities they may have passed by them they didn't take or things I wish I could have done that Um, a lot of people wish they would have finished their college degree Mm -hmm. and years later well why don't you go do that if that's going to make you happy probably like raise their eyebrows like I can do that really that's an option yeah I'm Uh not a college kid anymore (laughs) so um, just listening to the things they have in their lives they talk about and then finding the resources Uh for them to find some of those answers. I like that. So as a coach, you're really listening for what's going on with them, what they're really wanting. It sounds to me like you're identifying what's really going to motivate them. Yes. As well. That's huge. So you found with this one couple you're talking about, or a family, I think, Mm -hmm. um, to go on a cruise was a tremendous motivation for them. Now, for me, that wouldn't be like something to really make me change a lot of behaviors, but as a coach, you would sit down, listen to me, find out for me what it really is that would really crank my on button. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard that motivation is much more effective. Like, if you're in a lot of pain, and your motivation is to get out of pain, that the motivation wanes the further that you get from the pain. And you start thinking, okay, well, that's not so bad. This feels okay here. Whereas if your motivation is going towards something, the closer that you get, the more excited that you get. Yes, that's a good point. That is, because how do you keep that motivation going? And what it is going on a cruise or buying a home you are moving towards it so it is does keep you motivated yeah I like that yeah that's awesome I could really see the value in having a coach to be side by side in that process because I know it's a lot of build a lot of building habits right yes and trying new things and tweaking and and you're not giving up no no it takes some work um a lot of people have a drawer in their office or home Mm -hmm. uh, with just all the statements in it, the bank statements and 
maybe the old 401k from their job Mm -hmm. three jobs ago and don't even really know what's on them so um, just starting starting there with awareness okay is a big part of it so awareness is a key part of the work that you do is that it sounds to me like you're starting with awareness like you're just starting with statements yes now some of us may have a statement phobia (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, yes. and, and avoid them. I like the yes. idea of shoving it in a drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're pulling it out. It's like, let's see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, and I love the idea of having support in doing that. So it's not so overwhelming. Right. And, and to this day, I look at my statements. And in this past year, I've found so many errors when I've been overbilled mm-hmm. or didn't get a credit I was supposed to or canceled something and they kept billing me for it mm-hmm. that I've experienced that this last year uh, quite a bit so it it pays to look at them a funny story when I met my husband um, when we got to that level of trust he let me look at his checkbook okay and so he said you know can you help me balance the checkbook and so I was looking at the balance the bank statement and his bills and realized he had a boat, and he had a boat loan with a large local bank, and he had life insurance on his boat. Life insurance on his boat? I don't yes. understand. So um, he's paying six or seven extra dollars a month for life insurance on his boat. Oh, like if so he dies in a boating accident? If he were to pass away, then his heirs would get that boat paid for. Oh, Okay. I got you. Kind of like mortgage insurance kind of thing, but on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Six, seven bucks a month, which adds up over throughout a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, you know, is there someone really special, you know, your family members that you want to make sure this boat is paid off for, you know? (laughs) No, not really. Okay. All right. Let's save that money. Mm -hmm. So it does. It all adds up. Yeah. That's neat. I... I like the way you mentioned trust in the marriage relationship. You know, it, it takes, I don't know where point you were at in your marriage, but, you know, it, it's, um, there's something special about a couple coming together and being on the same page financially. Um, amazingly, it's actually not required for a married couple to do that. I've seen couples where he has his finances, she has hers, you know, they make some agreements on who pays what. And it was a, a profound experience for John and I to come together. No, we didn't have that. We had one account. It was just a mess. That was our experience before we, you know, got it all worked mm-hmm. out. But the experience of, of agreeing on our spending plan meant that we had to um, come into agreement on what we really value as a couple. Yes. And I think that's really a benefit for a couple that, that people miss out on if they do their finances separate or don't even really talk about this stuff. So do you have Very any true. tips for couples? Well, um, actually, I want to add on to that fam. Well, couples, first of all, it, money's the number one reason for divorce. Right. So getting people together and, um, and talking about what's important to them, like you said, that is that is key to making decisions that are going to make both people happy and work well together and and work together on something um another thing that i found is if if the couple's having trouble with their finances and they have children they've learned those skills as well so i bring the kids into the activities Mm -hmm. and so there's something for them to take part in as well that's neat. You know, when John and I went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University, our boys were young, but like in elementary school, and, and they got to be a part of it, too, and very much uh, learning about living with envelopes. <laughs> you know, so we have <laughs> uh-huh. our, our grocery envelope, and we still do that. We still use cash for groceries. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, my younger son is 15, and he helps me with the shopping. He's phenomenal. Oh, good. And so we were at Costco a month or two ago, and uh, we were in the freezer section. We parked our cart and went and gathered some stuff, met back at the cart, and he's like, okay, 158, and these that was 14, so that's 172. And this lady looks at us, and she says, 
you keep track as you go along. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt pretty proud in that moment that I'd, uh-huh. I'd passed on that skill to my son. So that I, is. I think it's That's very impressive. important to have the whole family uh-huh. involved is. in that. It is. Awesome. Cool. Well, we've got so much more to talk about. We're about to go into a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Impact Hour. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Subject to prior sale, 36-month term with approved credit, $42.99. Total due from customer at lease inception includes $2,000 Lexus lease cash, zero security deposit, 10,000 annual miles, 25 cents a mile over stock number 118.983. See for details since 9517. Experience amazing and reap the rewards of the Golden Opportunity Sales Event at Lexus of Sacramento. It's Kitty and right now lease the thrilling NX200T Sport Utility for just $2.99 a month. Combining all-wheel drive with superior technology and performance, the NX really delivers. $2.99 a month makes it a golden opportunity at League of Elite member dealer Lexus of Sacramento. Wednesday morning at 8 on Money 105.5, it's Beyond the Numbers, your weekly look at the real-life issues related to your business, your taxes, and your money. With your hosts, Mark Bellows, a certified public accountant with over 25 years of experience, and Katie McConnell, certified public accountant and professional of human resources. Find Mark and Katie online at claconnect.com. That's claconnect.com. Go beyond the numbers with Mark Bellows and Katie McConnell Wednesday at 8 a.m. on Money 105.5. Will your current career path lead you to financial independence? Stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. It's simple. Register for our free passive income workshop and learn the seven principles we use to provide for our families and run our businesses. We reveal the five reasons you should invest in real estate, and we show you how every dollar you invest in a piece of real estate makes you money five ways. It's time to get this life-changing information. Register today at MyPassiveIncomeWorkshop.com. Stop making excuses. Go to MyPassiveIncomeWorkshop.com. Take a moment right now and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life of quiet desperation that doesn't resemble what you were promised after getting that college degree and corporate job. Now a 10 is a life that exceeds your wildest expectations of the life they promised you for doing all the right things and working hard. If you answered anything less than 10, stop what you're doing and go to MyPassiveIncomeWorkshop.com. Passive income is not a secret, but chances are no one has ever shared it with you until now. Learn how to generate passive streams of income at our free workshop, MyPassiveIncomeWorkshop.com, so you can live at a 10 for the rest of your life. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. You know, here at the Impact Hour, we love empowering you, the listeners, to make more of a positive impact. And having money creates 
options for you to have more impact. Maybe you'd like to leave that corporate job. Um, maybe you'd like to start a foundation. There, there's lots of things where money makes that easier and more of a possibility. So I'm very excited to have on our show with us today, Susan Wilson of Money Wise Advisors. And she's in the trenches helping people to really take control of their money, to thrive instead of just surviving. And wanted to let you, the listeners, know that you've got the opportunity to call in and ask Susan your questions today. We're live on the air in Sacramento, so you can call in at 866 576 1055 and um, ask Susan your questions. Now, if you miss a part of this show or any other show, you can listen to show recordings at theimpacthour.com. You can also sign up for the podcast there so you can take us on the road with you. So more motivation and support to have a positive impact. So Susan, you and I were in conversation and one thing that you'd mentioned to me is that people have this idea that you can't be spiritual and be rich at the same time. Can you tell us what you think about that? What's up with that? That is such a sensitive subject. Okay. Because so many with our upbringing were brought up that money is the root of evil or um, it's just having too much money is against God's wish and that we should all maybe have it all be even or, or something. If I have extra money, I must be doing something wrong. I need to go get rid of it, get Quick. rid of it somehow. <laughs> and um, we are blessed with money when we respect it. Okay. And we need to take care of it we need to handle it with respect and honor the use of that money to good so if i didn't have any bills that i owed and got a check for fifty thousand dollars tomorrow would i go buy a fancy well shoot fifty thousand wouldn't even buy a fancy sports car hardly but okay maybe a used one (laughs) (laughs) but um new to you fifty thousand dollar sports car i mean would i go splurge on something crazy Mm -hmm. or um maybe our family spends some special time together and then we go spend some time um feeding the homeless downtown and maybe bringing some water bottles or something. So there's a balance to it mm-hmm. um, that when you are, I keep using the word respect. I think that's the strongest word, maybe another word for it, but I like to um, honor too. honor. Yeah. To, uh, to, to, to really value the money, mm-hmm. honor it, respect it. That sounds very different to me than people are like, oh, that's bad. That's going to make me into an evil person. Right. Okay, that's going to be a very different dynamic as to how it you can. handle that money. Yeah, and, and I used to have a salaried corporate job. And um, when I had left that company and went out um, with a lot of my friends, they all saw this fancy makeup thing and it was like $150 and they were all buying it and I thought I don't need that I don't want that that's not where I want to spend my money Mm -hmm. and just knowing that I was going to honor what I had and do the right thing with it so having money is a responsibility Mm -hmm. and you just need to think about what you're doing with it take good care of your family and have some that you can share with others Mm -hmm. and um, if you do help a friend or family member out make it a gift Mm -hmm. instead of a loan if you're so inclined to help them out don't hold that between you that they have to pay you back that runs the risk of damaging the relationship right yeah so all in all things you do just making sure that you're honoring and and doing the best you can Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. There's there's a lot of beautiful stuff there. And um, again, it's coming back to what you really value and utilizing yes. that as a resource to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interestingly, you mentioned about helping a friend and uh, that was something else you and I talked about before the show. And it, is it really helping to give people money? Maybe, maybe not. 
Um, I Someone just told me a story recently about that where they tried to help someone out. And, um, okay, I'm taking Dave Ramsey. It's kind of like um, enabling a drinker to drink. Okay. Um, oh. if, there's a, if there's a problem with money and you give them more money to help that problem go away, it still hasn't gone away. Okay. Because um, there's the behavior that brought on the need for the money. Yes. And, and giving people money doesn't change their attitudes, like we've been talking about, their right. values, uh, their choices, their self-worth, uh, their patterns. So John and I have helped a friend, you know, a lot of years ago, and they're having a tough time. We happen to have some extra money, you know, gave him a thousand bucks in a very short amount of time. They're in the exact same situation. It's like, gosh, yeah. that didn't help a lick. No, and, it, and it's a little bit resentful when you see it because you think, right. you know, we could have gone and taking a little weekend getaway or something with that but we felt we really wanted to help somebody out we really wanted to help you out and then when they do with it what you wouldn't have done it is it kind of there's a little bit resent there yeah and the relationship isn't necessarily the same yeah yeah it certainly runs the risk of, of causing some some problems a rift in the relationship mm-hmm. yeah now I, as a money coach, you're you're a professional, and you get paid for your service. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts about giving your service to people who quote can't afford it? I did a lot of that when I started my business, mm-hmm. and what I found is you have to have some skin in the game, and you get what you pay for. I, I, people just don't if it's free, they don't have the same commitment to it. Maybe it's just a nominal fee um, or a sliding scale. That's fine because they've paid something out of their pocket and they better get their value out of it. Because they create the value, right? Because you're going to provide your service. You're in it just because you're in it. That's what you do. But how much are they in it? Yes. I've done that. I've gotten a service that I I didn't pay for. Um, I tried to make payment. They're like, no, no, no. And what I found is I didn't follow through. And so I'm not above that dynamic. I think that that's the norm versus this other program I paid a ton for. I'm I'm involved, man. I'm getting my value out of that program because I'm going to make it happen. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, often we're not talking about someone who can't even find enough food to buy groceries. I mean, I'm not talking about that. But, you know, if you have a working family, um, there is some discretionary money. And you need to make that choice to feed the family first and take care of the utilities. Mm -hmm. And there is some wiggle room um, that you can pay some of those fees that are going to help you improve your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the beauty of working with a money coach is y- you help people find money they, like, didn't know that they had. So I know right. you, you've mentioned, you know, fees, you know, that are unnecessary, you know, things that you're paying for that you didn't remember or you're getting overcharged or there's late fees. There's all kinds of things. And that's before you even start paying off debt and freeing of money, right? Right. So a money coach more than pays for themselves. Yes seen that over and over again. Yeah. So if somebody is interested in working with you, but they're feeling maybe a little embarrassed, which I found to be really common, we're taught to have discretion in what we share with other people about our money. So say somebody's feeling embarrassed and a little reluctant to reach out, what would you say to somebody like that? So um, I'm available if you just want to talk on the phone, you can call me, my number's on the website, or I'm happy to meet with you in person and discuss some of the concerns you have. And um, we can have a 60-minute complimentary session and talk about that. So you offer for people a free one-hour consultation. Yes. So they can check you out. You can check them out. You can find out if you're really a good fit to help them out. Yes. Right? So what's what's your website that they should go to? It's moneywiseadvisors.com. That's awesome. So they can sign up for um, a free consultation, which is fantastic. Yes. And um, you also have a, a resource for people about wealth 
um, investing and app. Lost my list. Some top apps that folks can use to help um, motivate them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wealth management, savings, and goals apps list. So, how do people sign up for that and then they get your newsletter? So I go to the web lo- uh, website and okay. sign up for the newsletter, and okay. then I'll send them a copy of the. So it's all on the list. website. It is moneywiseadvisors.com, and folks can check that out. And I can't believe it. We've only got one segment left, so we're going to go into a break, and then we'll get a little bit more time with Susan Wilson. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking with Susan Wilson from Money Wise Advisors, getting some great info for you, our listeners, on managing your money so you can have more money to do with what you please in the world. So I was just asking Susan at break, what do you want the listeners to know? This is your opportunity. So one of the things that I do early on when I start working with someone, we've talked about their goals. We've talked about some of the struggles they have. Um, some of those things is actually to get down to reality. Okay. I call it just so a reality, reality check, right? Yes, a reality okay. check and just get out a piece of paper and write down your income, what you take home each week or month. Okay. Um, your your earnings, anything else you have coming in, and then start with writing down your expenses. How much is your rent? Mm-hmm. Um, how much are your utilities? And seeing what that looks like uh, for a basis for a spending plan. But something a lot of people don't do is the other side of it is what do you have and what do you owe? Okay. So how much do you have in your bank account? Um, Are you dealing a lot with cash envelopes? You know, how much cash do you have? Is there an emergency fund set aside? Mm -hmm. And then looking at what you owe and actually getting out those statements and reading them and writing down how much you owe Mm -hmm. just to realize it is this bad or it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Just actually taking a picture to know the average person can usually pay off their debts within about 18 months to two years. I think that's really great to mention because without this this reality kind of, you know, just checking to see where you're at, it, it's this amorphous, big, scary, hairy thing that's out there in the dark, you know, corner, and and you really don't know what to expect. It is, very much so. It's scary. I just want to bury my head in the sand and not look at it. Yeah. So by writing it down on a piece of paper, no fancy programs, and just adding it up, Okay. then you can see this is where I am, and most likely two years from today, uh, I could be without all those debts and just starting to live the good life. Now that's neat. Now, if, I know if I were hearing that for the first time, I'd be like, oh yeah, you don't know my situation. Right. <laughs> but you've worked with a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? right? So you know that most folks can really, you know, with with some determination, some motivation, and so, you know, a plan can get out of debt, be debt free in 18 months to two years. Yes, that's right. That's it phenomenal. can really work. Yeah. 
Well, I love that. And, and one aspect is, as you talked about, you know, just really seeing where you're at. It seems to me that it's important to not judge yourself, not beat yourself up for where you're at, right? Because that would stop me cold in my tracks. Absolutely. Once you realize that one bill was larger than you thought, and you owed a lot more on that and thought, oh, what do I have to show for it or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't beat yourself up on it. It's history. Mm-hmm. But I want to change. I want to have an impact on my future. Right. And if we keep hanging with that stuff that already happened, we're not going to see that that sunshine that's ahead, the things that we can go for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pairing that, you know, reality check without judgment with what's really going to get you excited about following through on this. What do you really want in your life? Um, You know, a a cruise that brings the family together. Is there a business that you always wanted to start? You know, what what would get you really excited? And, you know, the sense of being out of debt and having an emergency fund is just, oh, it's good. That peace, you know, to be moving toward that can help you keep going when it gets tough, right? It is. It is. It's it's a much more peaceful, it's more motivating to know that you're working for yourself instead of just working to pay off bills or pay taxes. Mhm. Mhm. It's all about me. Well. <laughs> yeah. But then I also choose as part of that to help others. Mhm. Like I said it creates yeah. a, the opportunity to do yes. that. It's it's not impossible to have a positive impact when you're in debt living paycheck to paycheck and super stressed. It's not impossible, but it's a lot mm-hmm. harder. It is. Yeah. So it this is. is giving giving yourself the optimum chance to have the best impact possible. Yes, that's true. Yeah. A lot more options. So who do you work with? So I work with um, small business owners. Okay. And we'll talk about their personal and their small business. Nice. Well, you got to get both for small business owners, right? Yeah. That makes sense to me. Separating the two and how you can optimize that. Okay. Um, Sales professionals like realtors or uh, Ooh, you work with people with like variable incomes? Yes. That's got its own challenges. It does. It Mm -hmm. has some challenges and it always seems like that next commission check is going to take care of everything and it sometimes it does but Uh then it all shows up again right so planning for that and building some savings into that Mm -hmm. to save for your future so you don't have to be selling something forever yeah I remember Dave Ramsey called it hills and valleys account because we've got hills where things are up and valleys where it's down and so on the months where there's extra put some away so the months where there's either not enough or none, you, yes. you can you can pull from that, and it, it really evens it out, so it's not so up and down and up and yes. down. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I also like working with families, um, parents that have struggled and really want to change things for themselves and for their children. Mm-hmm. So working together with the family to put a budget together, spending plan, um, and maybe start cooking at home, cooking some healthy meals together. So you can you can see the positive in that. So uh, yes. like I value eating out, and um, I do too. So so it is in our spending plan, uh-huh. and, and we limit it accordingly. And you know sometimes we we pull money from other sources. We choose to spend less on something so that we can spend more on that. And when a family maybe would um, isn't so used to cooking at home, they can see it as an opportunity for building relationships, right? Yes. So there's positive. Right, it's an activity. Yeah, kind of like a game night, but you're actually trying a new recipe that everybody's going to hopefully like. So Mm -hmm. something fun and new. Yeah, and what a great way to be teaching skills to kids. You know, you're teaching them the financial. It's like we're being, you know, responsible, and, you know, we have X amount to spend on eating out, so we're going to be eating at home. And so you're teaching cooking skills and, you know, building relationships. There's a lot of value to that. There is. Yeah, that's great to see that. So um, what's your ideal client? My ideal client? Um, I like um, also working with uh, an older couple who has adult children. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of scared that the kids are just going to spend the money 
the average is three years to spend an inheritance. Wow. So this is a, a an older couple an who older couple has some savings. Has they have some, some assets. Savings, something. And they're going to turn that they're going to pass away and the kids are going to blow all the money in like three years or less. That's yeah. the average. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so um, getting the whole family together and, and the grandkids and talking about you know grandma and grandpa have worked hard in their life mm-hmm. and they've saved and um, they've done all these things and they wanted to provide something to you but they also want you to learn their values that they have for money mm-hmm. you don't have to ex- adopt the same exact values sure but please take the spirit in which it's given mm-hmm. and um, and do something good with it um, certainly enjoy it. You know, you want the family to enjoy it. Nice. Bring the family together instead of tearing them apart, which yes, is yes. sometimes happens. And and to honor their wishes, not that they're going to tell you every dime of what you're going to do, mm-hmm. but how to enjoy it and how to honor that money, like we talked about before. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I get time for one more question before we wrap up. And so I reckon that people who make very little money benefit from a spending plan and people who make lots and lots of money benefit from a spending plan. Can you earn too little or too much to really not need one? No. No. (laughs) You know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) So how would it help a, a couple who just makes, they make a lot of money, but maybe they're, it's, if they're not where they want to be financially. There's a frustration when you have your taxes done that we made so many thousands of dollars and we're paying taxes on it all and what do we have to show for it? Right. So showing them they can use this tool and actually build some wealth mm-hmm. and have something to show for it so they can have a great future. It's kind of a sense of gaining traction because yes. otherwise just spinning your wheels and you got a lot of income coming in and and not as much to show for it. So this is going to help you get that traction. Exactly. I like that. That's awesome. I wanted to remind the listeners that you've got a, a generous um, free consultation for them and they just need to go to your website at money advisors, uh, sorry, moneywiseadvisors.com. And um, they could also sign up for your newsletter and get your wealth management savings and goals apps list. So these are apps that are actually going to help you build motivation, right? Yes. To follow through on your plans. I think that's, that's a right. fantastic resource for people. Good. Yay. Well, I'm delighted to have had you on the show. You're an easy guest to have with lots of wonderful information for our listeners. So thank you listeners for tuning in and have a wonderful week. You've been listening to the Impact Hour. What if you could have an experience of a lifetime this year? Something that goes beyond mundane. It's not a vacation. It's an opportunity you won't soon forget. A timely and important expedition to the land of Israel awaits you. Make plans now for the Stand with Israel tour happening this fall. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on a nine-day trip to Israel that will offer you firsthand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll introduce you to the geopolitical, economic, and security dynamics of a truly remarkable nation. Get a behind-the-scenes view into many of the places you've read and heard about all during Jerusalem's 50th year anniversary. 